After I finished putting our Thursday episode of Locked on Bucks to bed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers added a new tight end on the roster Wednesday night. So before James and I get to our Friday episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast, let's take a look at who Kyle Rudolph is and what it means for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this bonus edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Let's go. You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to this bonus episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you, as always, for making us your first listener, your first view of the day. I am David Harrison, writer for BucksGameDay.com on Sports Illustrated. My co-host, James Jarko, the deputy editor of BucksNation.com, is not here, but we are going to be talking about the signing of Kyle Rudolph by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we're going to do so thanks to Built.com, who introduced S'mores Puffs for a limited time, available again at Built.com. Make sure you don't miss out because they're going to go fast. And like all Built products, they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, and it provides tons of health benefits. So go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off of your order. Again, it's promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. So, again, the Buccaneers signing Kyle Rudolph. Uh, well, the report is they agreed to sign Kyle Rudolph. Not officially official at the time of this recording, but, hey, the way the news cycle works, it could be dropping officially official as we speak, and, and we'll have to talk about it again later. But Kyle Rudolph agreeing to a one-year deal, first reported according to what we saw from Adam Schefter of ESPN. Of course, Rondé Barber, legendary uh, Buccaneers cornerback. Super Bowl winning cornerback, by the way. Uh, also sending out a tweet referring to Rudolph as a quote-unquote teammate so uh, a little interesting tongue-in-cheek so who is Kyle Rudolph exactly for those of you who don't know a 12th year pro here in the 2022 NFL season Kyle turns 33 on November 9th so another elder statesman uh, to kind of join the roster another older uh, type of player looking for a little career revitalization with uh, the legendary Tom Brady Rudolph is 6'6 listed at 265 pounds or so again we don't know what he weighs right this minute, but that's kind of a ballpark area uh, where he'll probably be a second round pick in the 2011 NFL draft by the Minnesota Vikings after attending college at Notre Dame. So you know that he's smart and obviously is athletic, uh, having been an NFL tight end for 11 seasons coming into his 12th year. A two-time Pro Bowler, he spent 10 seasons with the Minnesota Vikings uh, before joining the New York Giants in 2021 for his 11th season. Rudolph's best season of his career at least as far as I'm concerned, came in 2016. Ironically, not a year that he made it to the Pro Bowl, so that's where maybe some arguments come in. But in 2016, he had 83 catches, 840 yards. Both of those uh, are career highs for Rudolph, and he had seven touchdowns. His career catch percentage is 68%, but in 2021, that number dropped down to 66.7% uh, while playing with Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. I have a feeling that some of those missed catch opportunities probably not all on Rudolph but interestingly enough doing a little bit of a deep dive into Rudolph's 2021 numbers among 40 tight ends or only 40 tight ends in the entire league uh, which is not a huge number when you consider that a lot of people run two tight end sets uh, the, this this era of, of football so among the 40 tight ends in 2021 that blocked on 250 or more snaps Rudolph had the 12th most pass blocking reps of all those guys and only allowed pressure on 21.5% of those snaps, giving up one sack, three hurries, 
and four pressures while being flagged just once with a pass blocking efficiency rating of 95.8. Now, you compare that, you compare those numbers to that of Rob Gronkowski, the future Hall of Famer uh, who retired from the Buccaneers, obviously, this season and swears no matter what his girlfriend says, no matter what anybody else says, that he is staying retired. Uh, Gronk, by comparison, was one of those 40 tight ends, uh, again, that had 250 or more blocking snaps in 2021, again, cataloged by Pro Football Focus. He passed block, Gronk did pass blocked on 32 fewer snaps than Rudolph, but Gronk gave up the same amount of sacks, one. Uh, Gronk also gave up one pressure and had a pass blocking rating of 96.7. So 95.8, 96.7, about a one point difference in pass blocking efficiency between Gronk and Rudolph while Gronk was flagged four times. Now, none of the four times Gronk was flagged as a blocker were accepted. The one time that Rudolph was flagged as a blocker, also uh, not an accepted penalty by the opponent. So neither of them actually cost their team yards, but most likely because it was a situation where the defense didn't need to get those uh, those free yards. So that's kind of who Kyle Rudolph is right in a nutshell. So you got some blocking in there. Obviously, you have some catching ability. Not as good a blocker as, you know, say, uh, a Rob Gronkowski. Not as good a pass catcher as, obviously, uh, a Gronk or something like that. And yes, the numbers have dipped as he's gotten older. And and then again, playing with Daniel Jones, the New York Giants, probably not a huge uh, career extending experience for, for Kyle there in 2021. But what does this mean now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? So we're already seeing this question kind of come up uh, around social media. What does this mean for Rob Gronkowski specifically? Uh, look, I mean, Gronk has, has said that he's staying retired. He's, he's reaffirmed it. He's reiterated, restated. He's done everything. And then he's redone everything uh, that you can say now. I'm I'm honestly I'm still going to sit in the camp that thinks that he probably is going to come back at some point in time again. He could mean it, you know, to the end of the world here in July, but whether he means it in November, December, January is a totally different thing. So, I'm still holding out hope and look, you know, we don't know the exact financials on Kyle Rudolph's deal, but I promise you they're not going to break the bank and prevent the Buccaneers from potentially bringing Gronk back in if he does have a change of heart and decide that he wants to play again. So, there's a lot going on just in that whole dynamic again. So does Rudolph prevent Gronk from coming back? No, I don't think by itself it prevents the Buccaneers from bringing him back if Gronk does have a change of heart and decide he wants to come back. Does it mean that they're obviously planning on life without him? Yeah, well, they've been doing that all offseason as well. They went into uh, the NFL draft with that, uh, atmosphere, with that mindset, which is why they drafted two tight ends in the 2022 NFL draft. Moving into that, let's look at the depth chart. In the depth chart, uh, I think it's it's when everybody's at their best and when everybody has a full ramp up uh, to playing, I think Kate Otten does eventually become tied in number one. Good news on Otten is he was just cleared on Thursday to participate in training camp. So that's great news. He's going to get uh, to get to get out there and get active with his teammates. Finally, Cam Brate, I think ends up being your your tied in number two. I know we all love him tied in number one in your heart and all that stuff. But I think eventually Kate Otten does supersede him or, or, or jump over him in the depth chart. Kyle Rudolph is number three, and then Coke Keith ends up number four. Cody McElroy, you're on the outside uh, looking in. But I think when you start training camp, I think you're looking at Cam Brates. Then I think you're looking at KDOT, and then Kyle Rudolph is third, uh, mainly because of the playbook. I mean, Kyle Rudolph, you know, again, the, the, the news just broke that they agreed to a deal on Wednesday. Feasibly, you could think maybe the deal was agreed to like 24 to 48 hours and, you know, leading up to it no more than a week before a guy like Adam Schefter gets wind of it. You know what I mean? They don't really have a lot of reason to keep it hush-hush. So how long has he had the playbook? That's going to be a huge piece of this because you got to learn the play, you got to learn the schemes, you got to learn the language. Hasn't been able uh, to take any live practice reps, obviously, with Tom Brady yet. 
hasn't been able, you know, because again, part of being a tight end in today's NFL, you're going to be in line as a blocker as well. So you got to learn some of those checks, uh, some of those calls, all those things. Kyle, a very smart, very savvy veteran player. So eventually he will catch up to the tempo of everything in Tampa Bay. But while he's doing that, I think that's why I put him number three right now in the Buccaneers depth chart. Cam Bray, number one, he's got the experience. He's got the synchronicity with Tom Brady. He's got the, the familiarity, all that stuff. Kay Dotton has all the talent in the world. But again, just getting cleared. So he'll get his first reps uh, on the live practice field here coming up next week when training camp gets going. So for right now, Cam Bray, number one, Kay Dotton, two, Kyle Rudolph, three, Coquit is number four. I think once everything gets spinning uh, and all the gears get put into motion, I think Kay Dotton ends up number one, probably. Kay, Cam Bray, number two. I think Kyle Rudolph does stay number three, and then Coquit stays number four. But look, I mean, uh, the Buccaneers have been known, right? They are known as a coaching staff, as a team. They don't care about your contract. They don't care about your draft position. They care about who the best guys are uh, on the field. So if Kyle Rudolph can be a quick study and Kay Dotton, maybe he struggles a little bit coming back from you know rehab and all that stuff. I mean, maybe you get Cam, you get Kyle out there. I mean, honestly, I'm looking forward to just seeing a set where Cam, Cade, and Kyle are all on uh, the field at the same time. Maybe if you put Vita Vea in there as a fullback, I don't know what you're going to do as a defense and you see that alignment. But uh, we thank you guys for, again, just a quick snapshot of who Kyle Rudolph is, what he might mean for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. James and I, we do have a full episode for you coming up for our Friday episode. We got some more player positions to go through and some some things to talk about, and then we'll come back next week and start our 53-man roster projections, and James will be here to, uh, to give a little bit of his own thoughts about the Kyle Rudolph signing as well. For now, this bonus episode of Locked on Bucks has been brought to you by BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information for all your latest sports, including news, all the playoffs, all the postseason action, all the regular season, baseball action, all-star breaks, all those things. BetOnline has got you covered, and they are your continued source for all your sporting wagering information head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action at bet online where your game starts and thank you for making the locked on bucks podcast first listener your first view every day now make sure you come back at 9 p.m eastern on thursday for our friday episode drop on youtube as we always do make sure you download the audio version on friday morning and in the meantime make your second listen the locked on nfl podcast our national nfl experts and insiders keep you dialed in to the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because the offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Again, James and I will be back for our Friday episode, and then we will be back after the weekend for another fresh week of Locked on Bucks. In the meantime, if you got questions or topics, send them in to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com or call in to 813-444-5841. I'm Dave Harrison for James Jarko. Until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything we're writing at BucksGameDay.com and at BucksNation.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dharrison82 at jrco underscore bucks and at locked on bucks if you're out and about please be safe be kind to one another wash your hands fire the cannons and thank you for joining me right here at locked on bucks